acceptance, a tool for inner freedom. In this episode, I may repeat ideas that I have already discussed while adding on to them. The purpose of this repetition is to penetrate a new layer of consciousness each time we encounter the same familiar message. This may help us retrain our minds to rethink in a way that will serve us best in life. I also find that all the topics of inner growth are interconnected. You can't discuss one without mentioning the other, just like a weave that interlocks various fibers. Acceptance is a very powerful tool in the practice of self-love and self-kindness. By training ourselves to accept people, situations, and life challenges as they unfold, we learn to meet unwanted circumstances with less struggle and more peace. We are able to honor events and have compassion to the painful feelings they may evoke in us. We let life express itself as is, without the need to control the ever-changing conditions of nature. We are an inseparable part of nature. We are part of creation. As so, everything and everyone around us, including ourselves, is in the process of changing. Acceptance starts inside our being, accepting our hard feelings, our imperfect humanity, our wounded child. When we learn to let go, we find inner freedom. However, when we continue to resist, our suffering tends to persist. Resistance comes from fear, and fear causes us to suffer. Acceptance requires a daily practice. Practicing the art of releasing control and sending love to our wounded child who is fearful to let go. Healing comes from the part in us that is willing to accept and to make peace with the past and present. It may sound logical to give up control of matters that we have no power over. However, the voices of control and fear may be very loud, real, and convincing. They could easily sway the inner voices of trust and faith. Many times, we tend to exercise control in areas that we are powerless to change. The outcome is that we are left breathless and in pain. It is easy to accept the people who love us and those we love back. It is a challenge to accept those who step on our bruised toes. Both kinds of people are our teachers. Those we love teach us to love and to feel loved. Those who oppose us teach us to dive inside in search of self-validation. People who challenge us force us to face our deepest insecurities and fears. They make us face our wounds from childhood and the not good enough that lives in us. They challenge our being and could trigger our emotional pain and suffering. However, 
these teachers are not the source of our suffering. When we accept our offenders as they are, without asking them to treat us any differently, nor to change for us, we take our power back. We don't let their behavior destabilize us and affect our core. It doesn't mean that we agree with them. It doesn't mean that we have to tolerate their disrespectful behavior towards us. All it means is that we place a high value on our inner peace and well-being. As a result, we decide to let go. We accept people with whom we have a problematic relationship by allowing them to be where they are in their journey on earth. We detach from the need to change them. In the healing process, we begin to relate to people in a different way. If we take hurtful actions as personal, we will always suffer and react. However, if we understand that nothing is personal and that people's hurtful behavior means nothing about our preciousness, we heal. Our suffering comes from the way we relate and perceive what was done to us. People can provoke our suffering. However, it is our woundedness that causes us to suffer. The same applies to events and challenges that are sent to us. In the book, The Magnanimous Heart, Narayan Libinson writes that conditions are always in the midst of changing. Everything that we love will change. Everything that can be lost will be lost. This is an inevitable process of life on earth. Instead of resisting the nature of life, why not embrace it and open our hand when unwanted changes occur? Instead of defining our losses, failures, and challenges as good or bad, why not meet them with compassion and open-heartedness, as they are an integral part of the nature of life on earth? We tend to think that we will just forget the painful events of the past. After all, they passed. However, we don't leave the wounds of the past behind. If we ignore the painful events of the past, the past will continue to torment the present. Wounds don't just disappear. We must grieve and lament the pain and regrets of the past and present. Only when we could give permission to the past to unfold, we heal. Our relationship with the past will begin to change. We could make peace with the past without getting stuck in its stories. We accept and honor all the losses and the unpleasant experiences we have incurred. They are part of our path to inner growth. They were meant to happen. When we could accept the past as is, we are set free and we live free of regrets. Few facts to keep in mind. 1. Forgiveness is a crucial step in the march to acceptance. Forgiveness is also a practice, as it requires us to acknowledge, feel, and listen with tenderness to our painful emotions of anger, fear, blame, guilt, and more. 2. Compassion 
plays a major role in forgiving the past and present. By hugging the inner child and feeling his hurt with prudence and awareness, we could change and transform the painful feelings that haunt our lives. 3. Many people think that if they accept their limitations and unwanted conditions, it means that they are accepting defeat and that they give up on change. Accepting our circumstances doesn't mean that we love them. All it means is that the anxiety and panic that the unwanted conditions may evoke have no devastating power over us. 4. The foundation of acceptance is trust and faith. One may ask, trusting what? Having faith in what and in whom? Trusting that nothing is random, there is a lesson in every challenge. Trusting that there is help from above. Trusting that we can't always know what to do and how to act. Trusting that everything is temporary and ever-changing. Trusting that many events are out of our control. Trusting the nature of life, in which mistakes and losses are impossible to avoid and avert. Having faith in the preciousness and beauty of life itself. Having faith in the lessons that are sent to us by creation. Putting our trust and faith in the uncertainty that life brings us. When we practice trust, we learn to accept. When we accept, we could let go. When we let go, we forgive. And when we forgive, we could be free and happy. This is a lifetime training, a never-ending learning experience. 5. Trusting God, the power of creation, is no guarantee that we will get what we want. It simply means that the universe will do all it can to help us during hard times. When we are able to trust the universe, we put fear and resistance aside, letting the powerful energy of creation lead the way. I am not suggesting that we will sit idle and won't take action to help our situation. However, I think that we could hand our fearful thoughts to the universe, believing that it is working for us and with us. 6. Compassion and acceptance go hand in hand. We need to listen to our painful stories with love, care, and an open heart. Compassion starts with us. We can't have compassion for others if we can't exercise compassion for ourselves first. Can we hold with care our limited humanity? Can we honor our right to be human, the right to be imperfect? When we could hold our limitations with tenderness, with free space, only then we could feel empathy for the limitations of others. Compassion doesn't exclude anyone. It hugs everyone, including those who hurt us. Compassion doesn't ask us to agree with someone's behavior nor to support hurtful deeds. It simply means that we are able to put our humanity aside 
and to look at the world through someone else's glasses. We are asked to live our belief system and understand the wounds and pain of another person. We are asked to detach from our views and look at life in a way that may be foreign to us. For example, if we live in abundance, can we put on the lens of scarcity and understand what it means to be poor and to fight for survival? If we live in full health, can we feel what it means to live in a physically limited body? Many times we tend to judge people's doing, not knowing the wound they are acting upon and the shame they bear. Could we have acted any differently had we grown up in the same circumstances that they did? Could we have known how to love if we never experienced love? This is what compassion is all about. 7. Acceptance and gratefulness are also positively correlated. The more grateful we are, the more we tend to accept our life as is. Gratefulness is not about giving thanks only at good times. It is about being thankful for everything we have, the desired conditions in life and the undesired ones. When we are truly grateful for our life, we learn to embrace all that is given to us, leaving behind the screaming twins, resentment and resistance. It would be wise to depart from blaming people, places, and conditions. After all, we are all limited people experiencing and expressing our humanity. We have all shamed others and did regrettable things. 8. We don't want ego to take us to self-pity by playing a victim and blaming others for our current circumstances. We may have been victimized both physically and or emotionally. However, we are not victims. When we take responsibility for our painful feelings and look at the past as an opportunity to learn, we grab our power back. As Brene Brown says, at this phase, we become the authors of our story rather than a subject in the story. We get to write the ending of our own story. I wouldn't want you to think that I am a pro. This is far from the truth. The fact that I am speaking about acceptance doesn't mean that I have mastered it. It simply means that I am aware of the practice and the path to inner joy. It is important to highlight that it doesn't matter where you are currently in your journey in life. Wherever you are in the practice is great and should be respected. Each one of us is unique, walking at a different pace. We all do our best with the tools we got. There is no good nor bad, right nor wrong, more or less. It is not a race nor a competition of the ego. Rather, it is a peaceful journey to inner freedom. We don't need to force ourselves into compassion nor forgiveness. We want to let these important feelings unfold in their own time, 
when we are ready to accept them. When we do so, we are actually exercising true compassion. It is important to bear in mind that as long as we are human, shame and soul will always remain eternal neighbors, walking in the open, side by side, giving each other space to breathe. Let us give thanks to the breath of life that runs through us, detaching from the need for things to be any different than what they are at this moment. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my audio lecture. I hope you enjoyed it and feel that it benefited you in your journey here on Earth.